What's up everybody? Clay Inferno here with a little live stream and I'm going to go live on the Wisdom app as well. Here I am. I'm live on the Wisdom app as well. Live on this Sunday morning. Sending all blessings to the universe out there. Namaste. Namaste. Yeehaw. I'm going to read from my blog at clayinferno.substack.com and all the links below. Yellowstone Season 4 Finale equals 5 Cries and How the West Was Won. Clay Inferno Sunday Shorts. Never have I tuned the algorithm so quickly on YouTube to my immediate interests. About an hour after completing the Season 4 Finale of the top stream Taylor Sheridan show Yellowstone, I'm being fed top bull rider videos from Vice News, stories from the bunkhouse, from the franchise itself, and Peter Travers and Kevin Costner's making of Yellowstone interview, which was kind of around season two era, worthy of, and linked below at the Substack. Here's a few points taken out of that interview, plus some new news about Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was pitched Yellowstone's 10-part movie, shot the pilot before he knew it was going to be a, an ongoing series. The actor only has about five to ten Western movies he thinks are really up to snuff. And after seeing how the West was won at a sixth birthday party, Costner himself built three canoes before he was 18 after admiring James Stewart and how the West was won. Another news, Kevin Costner is set up to start shooting period Western called Horizon. In August of this year, they hope this doesn't take him off the Yellowstone project. I don't think that it will, but he is writing and directing that movie, which I'm looking forward to. I also went and bought How the West Was One HD restoration to watch on my big 4K TV, which I am enjoying immensely so far. I'm about halfway through it, and I see what he's talking about with the canoe that becomes very important in the story of the movie itself. There's this 20-minute long interview with Peter Travers I was mentioning that gives some insight into the man who is and plays John Dutton on the show. I saved the Costner interview for later in my YouTube session after Battery of Entertainment Tonight interviews with him and other stars of the show. For the record, I've been watching this mostly, that is to say Yellowstone on my own. This is not a show I watch with my long-suffering partner, Stacey, who I keep telling to cowboy up, and I'm sure is very sick of it by now. Tonight, one of her burlesque troop members was here, and they're off to prepare for her show. And somehow I made it through the season finale of Yellowstone season four, and I've only cried five times while they were in the other room. <laughs> so I have... 1883 to watch now. I'm sad to say that I'm caught up on an amazing show. For the record, back to costume for a second, I cry at the scene where in Man of Steel, he says, you are my son to his adopted son, Kal-El. Yes, Superman, you know, I had to bring it back comic book somehow. Every damn time I see that movie, I, I cry. So at least three of the cries from this season finale of Yellowstone season four were from some father-son moments in the show and uh, if you know the show there's father-son moments with people that aren't uh, biological fathers you know father figures in people's lives hearkening back to the adopted son of Krypton for mom pockets there's a lot of bonding going on there so I just think that he's great I discovered something pretty recently that goes along with my Yellowstone binge and, and carrying on and that now things are starting to make a lot of sense. I'm really enjoying my big new uh, TV with Yellowstone. There's these beautiful vistas that they show. 
lots of cowboy stuff going on <laughs> but it looks really good so tyler sheridan the real life cowboy and actor and creator of the show is responsible for one of my favorite movies in recent years sicario and its sequel though that one's not really as good in my opinion sicario day of the soldado one time at my friend's wedding we were in puerto rico and benicio del toro was there at the same resort hotel my friend's little brother went over and said hi i didn't feel like bothering him but uh but i always thought that was like a little cool little side note you could have probably filmed sicario at this resort hotel that we were staying at or where the wedding was at so congrats to chrissy and rob it's been a long time now since that trip but uh it was cool there was a portrait of uh president obama the first lady who had also stayed that at that place and there was parrots it was very cool anyways prior to my recent deep dive into the show yellowstone i had credited the sicario director denny Villeneuve with the genius of sort of the whole storytelling i, I thought it was villain vision and visually yeah he's my favorite working director right now i love the way that looks i love the way blade runner looks and i just think he's a fantastic director and whoever uses for his director of photography like those guys are a great great team and i love the overhead shots and drone shots and helicopter shots that they always show this big sweeping beast that says i i do like this kind of what costner was saying in his interview about just seeing like the big wide scope of like even how the west was drawn which was i found out was shot in three different cameras to be projected in cinemascope but i'm not a movie expert i just picked this stuff up today but uh yeah i love the overhead shots the sweeping vistas of the saying and uh but the story itself in the movie is very cool you must have to have some sort of insider information about how drug cartels work or how this war kind of comes to be and also just the the believability of it all so it's very believable fiction even if it's not real i don't know what's real i don't follow these things i don't know how cops work from the inside but they make it look very cool for some reason i never had a recent look at who wrote the story for sicario one of my favorite movies and it was indeed taylor sheridan the writer director co-creator of yellowstone sheridan's career i'll probably talk about him more maybe after a little maybe after we catch up on 1883 or maybe after i get yellowstone indoctrinated into the family get stacy to watch it with me but uh his career is very vast he's an actor he was in sort of anarchy he's a writer he's a cowboy he's just a very impressive dude and uh he's got oscar nominations for the story in 2016's hell of high water and you could bet that you will really hear me checking on hell of high water you can bet your whole bunkhouse paycheck on that that's for sure so this guy is amazing and i wish he expanded the yellowstone universe as with 1883 and the the 6666 uh the sixes as they call it or the the rodeo show with jimmy that's gonna come out i wish them all the success of the world i'm, I'm into it they could have a million spinoffs he's got that jeremy renner show amazing cast writing direction all these projects and uh, the actors actually have to go to cowboy camp to learn how to cowboy uh, with Taylor and other stuntmen and, and Hollywood uh, horse trainers. So that they know what they're doing, especially in the 1883 iteration they have to ride uh, covered wagons. So they learn how to do that and like have, make it look real in the show. So it's very cool. The production for Yellowstone filmed on location in Montana. And Luke Grimes, the star of the show, I guess he just moved there because it's so beautiful. And so I could just see how it's very accurate. It's very, it matches up with the beauty and the uh, sweeping landscapes of the West, the modern West. 
So, in conclusion, I'm not sure why you're not watching Yellowstone, number one stream show in the country. Although, this week it's kind of like pushed down because it's not currently on. Um, but anyways, if there's different charts you can look at. And some of the information even I get is conflicting. But it's very much a top streaming show. Definitely hit number one a few weeks in a row, if not like for all of last year. Let's say there's four seasons to watch. So, and then if you're lucky enough, you can watch 1883. That's another, I'd consider that a bonus season for fans of uh, Deadwood and those old West shows, cowboy stuff. My name's Clay. So I'm really leaning into it. I'm, I'm going to get cowboy hat. I don't know. I'm just being silly now, but still, I just really love Yellowstone. Can't recommend it enough. Check out Sicario. Love that movie. And then we're going to transition here and move on over to a sad note. Mark Lanigan from The Screaming Trees died. One of the best voices. And he's just amazing. So if you go to my Substack, I've posted a couple videos of Mark singing. A couple of my favorite songs. Him singing with Wayne Staley. R.I.P. Long Gone Day of Mad Season in 1995. And then I also have Hit the City, which is off of his sh- his album Bubblegum 2004 and it's a spoken to at most with uh, PJ Harvey I don't know how much they wrote this record together or not but uh it's very it hit you it hit you right in the right spot those couple songs my recommendations for Mark Lanigan stuff and there's just so much loss and, and pain in the world and especially hurts when you know someone that's gone through like a sobriety and then also dies, but I'm not saying that he relapsed or, or was anything to do with drugs or that. I, I actually don't think that it was because he was very sick recently and he had about a COVID. But, uh, yeah, you see someone, you know, kind of turn their life around and then they die because of fucking cancer or a liver disease or COVID-19 or they get hit by a car or like just something happens it's just i don't have to tell any of you out there that it's very sad all this loss and all we could do really is just you know honor the memory of the people that came before us you know and honor the memory of our family members our friends and uh, you know when if you go into the mythology even of yellowstone you know native americans honor their ancestors all the time and mark lanigan's not my ancestor but he's somebody i feel like a brethren chip a kinship to and uh, i'm just sad that he's gone and uh, i like to remind myself that you know it's okay to have fond memories of people and uh think that your ancestors or or people that are here are with you in a way 